Have you met Big Mo? It might take you three to five years to find him, but it's worth the wait. John Maxwell calls momentum in business, life, and leadership Big Mo. It does several things for you, including making problems easier to solve, creating a culture of success, and making change easier. But the real question is, how do we get it? It takes a lot of energy and effort to catch momentum. Persistent action in the right direction is what's really going to trigger it at the end of it all. And staying the course, despite discouragement, is the real test. And the sooner you start, the sooner you get there. So start rolling your snowball down the hill until you catch Big Mo and see growth that makes sure you work no Mo. So when you're trying to catch momentum, there's a couple things that come into play, right? We talked about that persistence. We talked about starting as soon as possible and staying the course despite discouragement being really the main three things that you need to do. But all of that requires patience. And patience for me, man, Alex and Layla Hormozzi, I'm telling you, these guys have just changed my life. They've defined patience for me in a way that is really interesting. I always thought patience was like a, I don't know what I thought patience was. I didn't have a clear definition of patience. And really what they boiled it down to is, what do you do in the meantime? Because it's literally waiting when you're doing all you can. And so the outcome will just take time. So what do you do in the meantime? And I think Layla took it one step further to really mean, how do you reinforce yourself in the meantime? And she was talking in the scope of leadership. You know, when you go from sales and you're booking meetings and you're making sales, you get quick feedback, quick dopamine feedback um, that your body gets addicted to, frankly. And when you go to like a sales leader, now your feedback happens quarterly as opposed to every day or every week. And so when your feedback goes from daily or weekly to quarterly, your body's not missing feedback on a daily or weekly basis. So the question is, how do you reinforce yourself in the meantime? What do you do in the meantime when it comes to patience? And for me, that's finding small ways to win, quick ways to win, easy things to celebrate yourself for. So for example, if you set up daily KPIs to get to your goals, and you know that these KPIs are the things that are gonna get momentum, but they're not gonna go get momentum for say five or 10 years, then you start to reinforce yourself based on the completion of the KPIs. Like talk positively to yourself because you hit your KPIs. Not because you got the result, but because you hit the KPIs. And then you'll get reinforced daily for hitting your KPIs, which will eventually produce the momentum you're looking to get. So your dopamine receptors are pleased and your outcome is on track to be hit because you are Consistently taking action, persistently taking action in hopes that one day you will capture Big Mo. So that's what I think when it comes to patience in this process. Figure out a way to reinforce yourself daily for something that isn't going to come for a year, two years, five years, ten years. Like for me, this podcast, I really was like, I'm going to do it for ten years. And if it's not big after ten years, then I'm going to stop. Man, by the time I've done this for ten years, I will be at... 3,650-ish episodes. So right now I'm at like 7.30. And it's been... It's been two years now. <laughs> it's been about two years. I'm at 7.30, which makes sense because 365 times two. But, um, you know, I double that. Double everything I've done. And I've learned so much in the past two years since starting this podcast. Double everything. I'm at year four of year 10 
So I'm 40% of the way through and I've posted, you know, 1,500-ish episodes, 1,600-ish, uh, 1,460. So about 1,500 episodes, right? And it's like, well, how have I been reinforcing myself in that meantime? Because honestly, by year four, I, my podcast should only be about 40% as big as I expect it to be. And I don't expect it to be that huge in 10 years. I really expect it to be like to the point where I'm getting 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 views regularly. And obviously I think I'll learn some stuff, get some cash flow, put some money behind it and I'll get there faster. Like if I start to see that type of progress, it will be enough to keep me going because when I made the jump from one view per episode to three views to four views, it was like, I was really excited. And when I get another triple where I'm at like 18 views, 20 views, I'll be even more excited to be honest. And then that next triple of 60-ish views, it's like, oh wow, things are getting crazy. And so in 10 years, when I'm at like 15,000, 30,000, 50,000 views an episode, that's gonna be very exciting for me. And so reinforcing myself in the meantime, it's like, yeah, my podcast, I was never expecting it to be huge, but the reason I can stay consistent with it is because I started this for the sake of consistency, it helps document my journey, and I'm rewarding myself for posting the podcast daily. I'm like, as long as I post the podcast daily, like that's what I'm optimizing for. And then I tweak along the way, but you never compromise on posting daily. I always have content to post daily. So anyway, that's what I really um, considered when I thought about how could I be patient for 10 years. It's like the purpose of this is daily posting, not huge audience. And you know, I do want a bigger audience. I do want to grow it, but because I've given myself such a long time horizon, I can solve other issues, hit other pain points, and then use that cash flow, because cash flow is the big pain point right now, to then grow my podcast, which then grows my platform, which grows my cause, which grows the impact I can make. And so that patience is really helpful with just staying consistent. Then it comes to leverage. So when you're trying to get momentum, right? You need the patience, you need the consistent persistence, the encouragement, in the midst of discouragement, and you really gotta stay the course, but you also need to leverage other people. This is something I wish I would've done two years ago and wish I knew how to do better now, but building momentum faster with team members or partnerships is really what it comes down to. So my virtual assistant helped me build the momentum of a daily podcast, I was a team member, because she was able to take care of some of the admin tasks. Now she's gonna help me build the momentum of cash flow because she's gonna send out a lot of DMs, right? To really get an email list, which I will market this podcast to, I will market our free courses to, I will market the paid courses to, and that will help build that community, right? That's helped me build momentum with team members. But with partnerships, you know, if I've partnered with career coaches to move my free course, maybe they're able to get their free course out to their audience, a little, the free course out to their audience a little bit faster, and they can share in the profit split that we're kind of giving out to people, right? And if my free course isn't a big enough value add, I can make another value add to tweak that partnership. But I can partner with career coaches, I can partner with other podcasts to promote my podcast, I can partner with other influencers to bring them on the show, acquisition entrepreneurs, like there's so many partnerships that can help me build the momentum with this podcast. And it's just shocking to me how much I thought I had to do it alone. When it's like, it's literally impossible to. There are people who already have the cash, who already built the following. So you can use their cash to market and you can use their following to advertise. You just need to think of an offer that's good enough for the both of you. 
So build momentum faster with team members. You hire them on, have them take care of tasks that have daily KPIs that will build momentum. At first it was posting that podcast. Now it's advertising the podcast. I know, shocking. For two years, I posted 730 plus episodes and didn't advertise it at all. It's like I posted on my um, profile, but I wouldn't say they were the most quality thumbnails or hooks or quality like um, attention grabbing content and I wasn't doing any advertising to get people's eyeballs on it and I'm just about to start that two years in. <laughs> I know, insane, but I had the build it and they will come mentality. So build momentum faster with team members or partnerships. And I'm exploring the partnerships right now, specifically probably some sort of career coach or influencer that can help me sell my free course. I know selling a free course is crazy, but the free course leads to the paid membership, which leads to the trust accelerator. I'm sorry, paid membership, which leads to business credit, which leads to trust accelerator, which leads to them buying businesses and me having an equity stake in that business, which leads to that influencer having an equity stake in that business and a profit share from all the profit I get from the people they bring in. So I think it's a really enticing um, membership just because there's equity at the end of it. And if you're an influencer with 5,000 followers and you get 10% of them to join and you know, 10% of those end up getting to $25 and 10% of those end up buying a business. It's like you now own equity in one business. And if I own equity in a couple of business deals they do, you'll own equity in a couple of business deals they do. So thinking of offers that really do those partnerships that help you build momentum faster, it's like I could, instead of getting 100 people to join my community from 10,000 DMs, I get 100 affiliates to join the onboarding of my community from 10,000 DMs and those affiliates each bring 100 people. So now, in one scenario, you have 100 people. In the other scenario, you have 10,000 people. And that's a really cool thing, in my opinion. So anyway, build momentum faster with team members or partnerships and then optimize for consistency. For example, it would be easier for me to price my monthly membership at like, okay, I'm going to pay the coach this, I'm going to pay the affiliate member this, I'm going to get this much profit. I'm going to pay my VA this. And so it's like $15 for staff costs, $20 for, um, you know, my cost, and then $15 for profit. So it needs to be a community that's $50 a month. And we're going to be coaching them weekly and helping them implement these things so that they can go on and start their businesses, right? But I need to optimize for consistency. So initially I was thinking $25, but now I'm like, well, if I'm going to pay affiliates and I'm going to pay staff, it's like my VA is going to get $5. The staff's going to get $10 per person, so that's $15. The affiliate's going to get $20 per person. Then I'm going to get $15 in profit per person. Like, that is a, um, okay, I need to really make sure I am optimizing for consistency. Because if it's $25, now it's like, well, the coaches aren't going to get paid enough, the VA's not going to get paid enough, and the affiliate's not going to get paid enough. So what are we doing here, right? <clears throat> so optimize for consistency by making sure you kind of start with the end in mind and track it back to today. It's like, what do I need to do today? And what can I promise myself I can do today and do consistently for the long haul? So that's what we got for you guys today on the show. When you're thinking about building momentum, again, have patience. How do you reinforce yourself in the meantime? Leverage other relationships and other people's resources to build momentum faster. So reinforce yourself in the meantime with hitting your KPIs. Maybe surround your KPIs around onboarding team members or building partnerships so that you can build momentum faster. And it's probably going to be strategic partnerships if you don't have the cash flow right now. So it's like reinforce yourself based on your KPIs, 
build your KPIs around partnerships and then make sure that those partnerships are consistent for the long haul because they're kind of a revenue split and there's still enough profit left over at the end of the day for you. So that's what we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you on the next one. And remember, we are a community of people judged not by our wealth, but by our impact.